we have got to stop saying that Kevin Durant going to the Warriors is the same thing as LeBron going to the Heat and then back to the Cavs. Totally different situations. I'm going to explain why today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time What's going on, everybody? I'm Shane Larson, the Game Time Guru. I'm coming at you today with a topic that I feel very strongly about. Before we break into that, though, stop what you're doing. Make sure you're subscribing to my podcast. Please go to iTunes, hit uh, subscribe when you find it. Search for the Game Time Guru with Shane Larson. You'll find my avatar. Uh, Please hit subscribe. Um, If you don't have an iPhone and you are using an Android, the Google Music Play Store, whatever it's called, it also can be found there. Um, you can just type in the Game Time Guru with Shane Larson, hit subscribe, and set up it, the notification so that you get notified every time I publish one. Also, you can find it on Stitcher, which is an app um, that you can download from the App Store, obviously. And then YouTube has the podcast up there as well. So if you want to go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to my channel, you can do that. Um, I would ask that if you do subscribe to my podcast, please share it with your friends, uh, comment, like, share, do whatever to get the word out there that I got the podcast rolling. So like I said in the introduction, we're talking KD and LeBron today. We're just going to cut to the chase. So we're not talking about the matchups they've had in the finals, who did what better, this and that, blah, 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 blah. We have more time to do that. The mainstream media is going to break that down for you. You're going to hear enough of that on ESPN, Fox News, all that stuff. Okay, right? So what we're going to talk about is this topic that just frustrates the hell out of me, and that is the fact that people keep saying, well, no, KD didn't take the easy way out. He did the same thing LeBron did. So if you're going to say KD took the easy way out, then all you LeBron lovers got to say that LeBron did. I'm sitting here with my finger. I'm saying, no, 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 no. That's completely different. LeBron's journey, much different than Kevin Durant's. And we're going to explain why. First thing I want to do, is talk about the teams that they joined, okay? We're going to talk about the teams that they joined. LeBron James, obviously, when he leaves over to the Miami Heat, did it in a way that pissed a lot of people off, okay? He frustrated a lot of people with his whole, you know, departure, his whole, you know, let's do a news broadcast and show everybody what's going on with the quote-unquote decision uh, to show everybody that he was taking his talents to South Beach, right? So he, he... He lost a lot of people by doing that. The thing is, is when he went to the Heat, they had to form a team, right? So he was joining Dwayne Wade and bringing Chris Bosh with him, who at the time seemed to be one of the best, you know, power forward slash centers in the league because he was putting up 20, 22 plus a game for, you know, the majority of his early career. So you're bringing those two, you're bringing LeBron and Bosh and Wade in their prime, together to join forces what people think is that like that's so easy for them to do when it's really not because in in reality him joining the heat that was what they had sure they had their role players like mike miller uh but you know you had mario chalmers uh norris cole came later ray allen wasn't there the first year keep that in mind so shane battier all these guys that you had like as great role players, they were there, but they're not superstars, right? They're not like the top players in the league. And for the style of ball that 
LeBron plays, considering he is the small forward, he likes to have the ball in his hands and run the offense with the ball in his hands. So they had to switch up the whole entire offense and everything to get around LeBron. Well, when you're putting a whole new team together, that's not as easy as it sounds. And you can see what happened at the beginning of his career over there with Miami. Yeah, he was joining a team, but they had to rebuild that entire team and rebuild the offense around it, right? Around what he could do to utilize his strengths and Dwayne Wade's strengths and Chris Bosh's strengths. And if you guys recall, they rebuilt that entire system for them, and they were struggling at the beginning of the year. At one point, I believe they were like 8-8, eight and eight, and they were just having a hard time flowing together. Who's going to be the one who has the ball in their hands? How do we run the offense here, here, here? How do we play defense? This and that. Okay, so when he joined the Heat, it wasn't a for sure thing. The Heat have, I mean, they obviously made their run through the Eastern Conference, but it was a lot of work to get there. LeBron had to put in the work to get that team clicking on all cylinders. He did not join a team that was already clicking on all cylinders. He had to join a team and get them to click. Completely different on the team that he joined, right? So Kevin Durant heads over to the Warriors. The Warriors should have beaten the Cavs last year. We can all agree there. LeBron had a monster finals, and had Draymond Green not been an idiot that he is and gotten suspended, they probably would have closed out the series, okay? The Warriors were better than the Cavs. We'll just put it that as a team, as a whole, better than the Cavs. They've been clicking for the last three years, all right? The Warriors were better than the Cavs. So when Kevin Durant leaves OKC to come over to the Warriors, he's joining a squad that is already clicking, all right? Already clicking. Now, part of that is due to coaching, all right? It's due to coaching. Kevin Durant comes on over to the Warriors with Steve Kerr, who had implemented this system of, it's basically Greg Popovich's ball on steroids, right? Pass the ball around, blah, 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 ball movement, off ball screens, this and that, this and that, this and that, to get the shot you wanted. Boom, you get wide open looks. Everyone's getting open looks. Everyone can shoot the ball. He comes into a system where the coach could could put him in there. LeBron, I'm not trying to to dog on Spolstra, but come on, man. Like we're comparing him and Steve Kerr. And well, Steve Kerr and his system. I'm not saying Steve Kerr's the best coach, but he did put in a system that works amazing for pretty much anyone. I bet he could get that system could work for any team. Any team, if they have the people, the, the the players that are coachable and understand how to run it. And if you're unselfish, that system is just flawless, okay? But you're comparing that to Spolstra, okay? So LeBron had Mike Brown, who he's not, okay, the Mike Brown you're seeing in Golden State was not the Mike Brown you saw in Cleveland, okay? So he had Mike Brown, then he went to Spolstra, then he comes back to David Blatt, and then Tyron Lue. Kevin Durant goes to to Golden State with Steve Kerr and a system that's already firing on all cylinders. All right? There's a complete difference there. So they join teams in a different way. All right? Different different teams, even though LeBron had his quote-unquote help, he had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and some guys. 
Kevin Durant joined Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Okay. Your whole starting five, basically, besides Pachulia, but Pachulia's getting it done. But then your bench. You got Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, okay, coming off the bench, just crushing it. All right. He's joining a team that's probably seven or eight men deep without him. Okay. And then that's, I mean, you're, you're joining this team that's already clicking really deep, anyways. LeBron joined a team that had to, to work its way up from the bottom. Okay. Totally different situations. I know people think I'm absurd by saying that. I'm not. Totally different situations. Now let's take a look at the teams that they left. Okay? The teams that they left. This has been something that's always bothered me. Okay? Because when LeBron was with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he did all that he could, the first stint with the Cleveland Cavaliers, all that he could do to get them to get a championship. Okay, that 06-07 season was all LeBron. Did we forget about the Detroit Pistons game where LeBron went off for like 25 straight points or whatever it was in the fourth quarter in overtime? Like, they were about to be down and out, and he went past them and, and, and pushed his team through by himself. Okay? Do we forget about that sometimes? Like, LeBron carried that team by himself to the NBA Finals. Although they got their butts whooped by the Spurs, he got them there. But then he went up against the Celtics, right? He's, he's got the Celtics that he couldn't get past. And he's got some other teams, right? We remember the Magic. Uh, it was just a bad matchup for him. But why was it a bad matchup? Because he didn't have the help that he needed. But he was still giving the Cavs an opportunity to bring people in. When LeBron James left the Cleveland Cavaliers... After he got fed up with it, he gave his his organization time to put people together. They didn't do it. They didn't do it for him. When he left the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cavs were a lottery team three out of the four seasons that he was gone. The year that he left, they literally went from 61 wins, first in the Eastern Conference, to 19 wins. They didn't even break 20 wins the year that he left. So then they get Kyrie Irving out of that, okay? Cool, number one pick. Tristan Thompson, all right. 21 wins. The next season, 24 wins. The next season, 33 wins. LeBron comes back to the Cavaliers, 53 wins, 57 wins, and 51 wins. 50 win seasons each year that he's been back. But they went 19 wins, 21 wins, 24 wins, 33 wins. They ended up getting Kyrie Irving, Tristan Thompson. Um, they ended up with Dion Waiters, Delavadova. These are all draft picks that ended up coming because the Cavaliers suck so bad. These are the draft picks they ended up getting. Uh, so they got, yeah, so Kyrie, Tristan Thompson, uh, Waiters, Delavadova. Oh, yeah, Anthony Bennett. Oh, and Andrew Wiggins, of course, right? So we're talking these big names they ended up getting into their teams, that which actually ended up. Delvadova played a pretty big role in them winning a championship. Uh, Deion Waiters was part of that whole uh, trade fiasco. Uh, you got so you got you got rid of Deion Waiters when LeBron came over. They did their little trade. Um, you also used Wiggins as trade, you know, as a trade to get Kevin Love over there. So they ended up getting these big name players: Kyrie Irving, Tristan Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. Bennett was a bust, but like they got these big name players because they sucked so bad when LeBron left the team. LeBron literally left the team 
because they weren't good. He didn't have a supporting cast. That should be proof enough they didn't have the supporting cast to help him out. That's just, it's proof. If they can be a lottery team three out of the four seasons that you are gone, then that shows that you did not have the supporting cast. And that also goes on the organization. Kevin Durant's situation, however, he didn't have a right to leave. He didn't need to leave. LeBron needed help. He was getting past, you know, into that middle of his, you know, it wasn't past his prime. He's getting into the middle of his prime. He wanted to win and he could not beat the Celtics. The Celtics had their, their team together and he was wanting help and he couldn't get it. So he leaves. It's different. Different situation. Okay. Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City. Shall we go back and just rewatch that series against the, the Golden State Warriors last year? Oklahoma City was better than the Warriors last year. They matched up with them very, very well. They were the only team in my mind that was truly a better overall team. Even though the Cavs won the finals, I believe that was because of LeBron and Kyrie being clutch. Okay, I think Oklahoma City was just as good as uh, of a team as Golden State last year. Kevin Durant and Westbrook were firing everything making everything, just annihilating people. You had the bigs to battle down low with Adams. You had Ibaka that was killing it. You had everybody just firing together to get to where they were at. They were up three games to one against the Warriors, okay? Three games to one. They were one win away from going to the NBA Finals last year. Kevin Durant left a team that was arguably one of the top teams in the league, probably the top three, maybe top two in the league last year. He leaves them, comes over to Golden State, and Oklahoma City still, when they gutted the roster, they got rid of Ibaka, they're trying to make room, they, they got Westbrook running the show over there. Westbrook with a couple of dudes because they had to get the roster to try to make some moves, do some things. They get a sixth seed, they're the sixth the sixth seed in the Western Conference the year after Durant leaves. They did not get a lottery pick out of it. They did not end up they're not gonna be a lottery team for three more years or whatever it is. They're a good team still. Even without the guys that they had last year, they've got Westbrook running the show now. It's a little bit different roster. They're still a good team. Durant left a good team different situation. LeBron had a right to leave. Durant could have won with Oklahoma City. He took the easy way out. Different situation. Also, his situation is different in the sense of he went to Golden State because it's the team that couldn't, he couldn't get past Golden State. If you can't beat him, join him. I hear this all the time saying, you know, Steph Curry was, he wanted to play with Steph Curry. He wanted to be in a work environment where, you know, that's where he enjoyed being every day and, and all that stuff. That's cool, but you're in the NBA, all right? Any professional athlete, like, I get it. They want to play with their friends. It's partially why LeBron went and played with Dwayne Wade. I, I get that. But at the same time, like, you've got to put in the work to get there. You've got to battle to get there. You've got to do the work, and sometimes you're not going to like who you're with. He goes over there to a team that's clicking on all cylinders Easy pickings, dude. We're talking about Kevin Durant. It's not, not like he was some bum. Dude, he was the MVP just, what, two, three years ago. So he's a he's a straight-up baller, seven foot with mad handles. 
He goes over to a team that already can get him open looks. Dude, like, he goes to the team that he couldn't beat. Why not stick with your team and get past them when you know you were one win away? All you needed was one win. That's what it, it bugs me. As a person, Durant just doesn't seem like he has that, like, that competitive edge, even though he acts like it. It doesn't seem like he does. The guy made the NBA Finals, won an MVP, and was one win away from going back to the NBA Finals with that same Oklahoma City roster. He had the talent to get it done. It's not like he was playing for Cleveland's little JV team. He had the talent to get it done, and he just bailed out. LeBron James joining the Heat is not the same as Durant joining the Warriors. See, him joining the Warriors, he couldn't beat him, join him. Obviously, when he went over there, people knew that was going to work. That's just common sense. We knew that was going to work. LeBron joining the Heat is different. If Kevin Durant, or Kevin Durant joining the Warriors is as if LeBron James would have joined the Celtics back in 2010. People forget the Celtics were arguably the best team in the NBA that year. And, you know, the next season too. That's why they took it to the Heat when LeBron James was there. See, the Celtics were the team that kept beating LeBron. LeBron could not get past them. They were a tough team. He couldn't get past them. And they were his kryptonite. If he would have left Cleveland and went over to Boston, that would have been the same. Different story. He went once again to the Heat and built the team up from the bottom up and got them to click on all cylinders. Okay? Let's also remember... Everyone keeps saying Kevin Durant followed LeBron's footsteps, right? Followed in the shoes, built a super team. Okay, LeBron's not the first to build a super team in our era, have you? The Celtics were, okay? Let's remember, right, Paul Pierce was dominating and he's in his prime. Well, let's trade away our team and get, uh, let's go get KG and let's sign Ray Allen as a free agent. Bring him on over here. We'll develop uh, Rondo as a solid point guard, which he ended up being amazing when he was with that squad. They had a four-team, a four-player engine that was just trucking through people, okay? They obviously were, you know, they knew they were bringing those guys on. Their idea was to win a championship. What happened? They won. The Celtics were the first team to build a super team. So if we're going to say Kevin Durant followed in anyone's footsteps, he followed in Ray Allen and KG's footsteps, all right? He followed their footsteps. LeBron followed their footsteps, if we're going to say that at all, right? If we're going to say that at all, LeBron followed in their footsteps. Okay, the last argument I'm going to make here is the fact that people will say, well, the difference between LeBron and, and joining the Heat and joining the Cavs even back over there, is that he did it through free agency. He had to pick and choose who he wanted to play with and this and that, whereas the Warriors built it through the draft. The only person that they got to sign on was Kevin Durant. So this is a little bit different. I'm not knocking KD for this necessarily, but I want to say this because it's been on my mind on why that's different. I'm quoting my cousin. Well, I'm paraphrasing what my cousin actually was talking about today because I totally agree with him. See, the draft is about the organization. It's not about the players. So the Warriors organization was awesome. They drafted, they got Steph Curry, they got Klay Thompson, they got Draymond Green, they got those three those three studs through the draft. That's right, okay? They got them. That's on the Warriors' GMs. That's their organization. 
The Cleveland Cavaliers the first time did not do that. As we said earlier, they would not do it. So the way that my cousin put it, LeBron had to go and be the GM himself. That's when he kind of basically just started taking over. And that's why you see what he does today. He, he basically calls the shots. He gets to do what he wants. In the words of uh, Van Gundy, uh, not Jeff, but Stan, remember when he was talking about it? He goes, he's LeBron James. He gets to do what he wants. He was talking in regards to like how he plays on the court. He doesn't get foul calls. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah, he gets to do what he wants. Anyways, it's kind of similar to the way he is with the team and how he runs the team. LeBron James is the GM, but he had to go do that because his organization wasn't doing it. So the Warriors organization is by far superior to the Cavs were how they were back in, you know, the 2008, 2009 leading up to his departure the first time. Okay. That's on the organization. And, and one thing to remember is with the salary cap and the way that the NBA works, the Warriors got very fortunate because they got Steph Curry, they got Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. Please remember that Steph Curry got a very, very small contract in comparison to what he's actually like doing for the NBA because two years, like a year after he signed that contract extension, he was a back-to-back MVP in the NBA. He Out of the four superstars on their team, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and obviously Kevin Durant, he is the lowest paid player. Steph Curry is, okay? He signed a four-year, $44 million deal, so he's averaging $11 million per season, but, you know, first season's like $9 million and some change. He's going up, and then this year he's making twelve. okay, at the end of his four-year extension. The reason he was able to sign such a small contract, and this is in the words of Nick Wright, is because he was hurt the beginning of his career a lot of it right he had those ankle issues his entire early part of his season or early part of his career which the Warriors in turn used as leverage to get to to lowball him you know people would say you know 11 million a year is not really lowballing in you know comparison to the rest of the world but in NBA terms for a, a player of his caliber that is pretty low okay pretty low they were able to get him for 44 million dollars in a four-year deal and then a year later, he gets MVP. Next year, he gets MVP again. He's already taken them to the finals three times now. It's the third time. So he uh, definitely got – they definitely benefited from his low contract. Why? Because then they were able to max out Draymond Green and then extend and max out Klay Thompson. So they're both making 15-plus a season. Draymond Green definitely outplayed his rookie contract where he was making about 800000 a year in his three-year deal out of his rookie deal. So yeah, his deal, perfectly warranted. I, I understand it. Clay Thompson, warranted. He definitely earned it. But because Steph Curry had those injuries, they had the money available last year to lure in Kevin Durant and pay him $25 million. Okay? They had the money to do that. Had Steph Curry not had those issues... I'm just saying they wouldn't have been able they wouldn't have been in the situation they would have uh, as of last year, you know, without a luxury tax major penalty and stuff like that. With the NBA the way it's set up now, you have luxury taxes that you have to pay and if you're a small market team, it's harder to pay. Maybe the Warriors would have been able to, who knows. There's a lot of what ifs that go out, but I'm just saying I agree with Nick Wright when he said that yeah, the draft was great. They drafted well and they developed these players well. There's no way they signed Kevin Durant if Curry was paid what he's worth. It's just as simple as that. So did they get lucky? Yeah. Lucky doesn't mean 
a bad thing all the time, but they got they got lucky. It's fortunate. That's what I told my buddy. Lucky isn't always a bad thing. Are the Cowboys lucky that Tony Romo went down? I would say so because then we got to see Dak Prescott and see what he was worth, right? We got to see the 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 cookies crumbled and everything fell into place in the benefit of the team. Look at the New England Patriots, right? They got to see Tom Brady because Drew Bledsoe went down. I bet they're happy about that. At the time, they weren't. Bet they are now. So, yeah, lucky's not always a bad thing. Let's just say that lucky can be fortunate, and that's what the Warriors were. They were fortunate. Anywho, let's remember that Kevin Durant heading over to the Warriors, totally different situation. Joined a team that already was clicking. And I hate hearing people compare him to LeBron James in their situations. LeBron had the right to go. It's just simple as that. As a basketball player, he had the right to go. He was a superstar who was doing all that he could and asking his his organization to help him out, and he never received that help. He never did. So he had the right to go. Okay? He had the right to get out of there. Kevin Durant left a team that was one win away from the finals. Enough said. That's all I got for you guys today. It's a Game Time Guru. Go to my podcast, subscribe. Please leave me comments and feedback. Let me know what you'd like to hear. I'll talk to you next week.